Welcome to episode 6 of the TM Golfcast. My name is Tad Myers, and in this episode, I sat down with Grant Barracini. And he is another Cal UPGM student, just like last week, Josh Short. This week, we have another Cal UPGM student. And in this episode, it was actually recorded a few months ago, and uh, I thought I'd release it with uh, a couple of PGM students uh, in a row. So, this is Grant Barracini. We actually recorded this uh, on our way back from actually getting dinner one night, and so uh, I do apologize for the background noise of the, the car. You do hear that a little bit, but uh, yeah, we talk about everything under the sun, from being a Cal UPGM student to where he wants to go as an instructor and, and uh, what his future looks like. So without further ado, this is Grant Barracini, episode six. How you doing tonight, dude? I'm doing just dandy, man. I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. So we just had a good meal at uh, Olive Garden. Just ate there. It was really good. Did you like your food? Uh, you know, I was so hungry after work. I just, anything I could put down, I was I was pretty pleased with. You so. ate that really quick, too. Yeah, I four breadsticks like. is, is a little aggressive. I didn't realize right. you had all four. Oh, yeah, I know. I definitely <laughs> ate all four. Oh, <laughs> wow. You downed that spaghetti. Yeah, work will do that to you. So where are you? Where are you exactly at now in your PGA PGM career? Career, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, currently I'm on my second internship. Um, obviously, at the, I am at the uh, California University of Pennsylvania PGM program, and we do an internship every summer. Um, now, is this, your, this is your second internship. Yeah, correct? this is my second internship okay. right now, and I'm at uh, Nemico and Woodlands uh, Resort. And um, previously, I was actually at uh, Swickley Heights Country Club. And, that's kind of where I'm at internship-wise, for sure. So, like, what is the difference between, like, kind of, like, the resort-style area and then, like, the higher-end uh, country club? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, there's a huge difference. I, I Especially, I've seen it the most between the two different cultures because, you know, at a higher-end country club, you know, big money, there's specific rules, regulations, ways things have to be done, a certain standard of look and, and, and way you have to act. And, I mean, that, that's, I get that's in the golf industry, but it's definitely from there to a resort style, is, it's a lot more relaxed at the resort, for sure. Um, one of the best, like, kind of examples I use is, you know, when I went to work at Swickley, they, they expected, you know, top button done, you know, you always had to make sure that, you know, you wore a specific belt, and, like, everything was very, very precise and exact and had to be done a certain way, which is fine. But it's, it's definitely just a different type of culture. Um, and now, at my current job, I... And, and Nemecolon is definitely a, a higher-end resort. So, I mean, you're definitely definitely getting some decent clientele in there. And there definitely is a standard. But when I get ready for work, I, I have my, you know, button-down shirt that they gave me. And I'm, I'm allowed to roll up the sleeves, you know. I'm allowed to kind of wear whatever pants I suit fit, obviously golf pants, but I can wear something that's a little more casual, that, you know, I feel good in, and I get to kind of just enjoy my day and talk to people, man. It's it, it's a huge culture shift from what I've noticed, and I, I really enjoy it. I really enjoy the resort style, for sure. So, like, how did you get, so you're at Nemecolon now. What, like, what does your future look like? Like, where do you, where do you want to go? Yeah. Like, from Nemecolon, you're outside ops, you're inside the shop a little bit. 
Yeah. I know you do want to do teaching. Like, what yeah. What exactly, like, what part of teaching and where exactly? Yeah. So, that's definitely the direction I want to go. Um, teaching the game of golf is something I absolutely love. Um, I've had many opportunities with my friends at Cal and, 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 and stuff like that to, to do teaching and, and to get involved in it, and I love it, man. So, that's the direction I'm heading. A lot of the reason I'm at Nemecola and Woodland specifically is because it has their golf academy. And has uh, Eric Johnson, who's I, I believe a top 40, or he's a pretty high-ranked teacher, you know, throughout the country or throughout the world. And you know, just to have the opportunities to build relationships with him and to you know kind of shadow him is, is a lot of the reason why I came here. Um, and so that's kind of what my strategic goal, internship-wise, ended up being. But I mean, in the future for me, I I love teaching, man. I, I don't know where exactly it'll take me, but. I know I want to make people happy through the game of golf, and, and that's my best way of doing that, and the way I, it makes me happy as well. Do you feel like you've always had this, like, niche for teaching, or like, like, have you always <laughs> felt like you, you wanted to be a teacher? No. No? <laughs> no. Um, I mean, like, if you would have asked me when, I'm, when, when I was, you know, in middle school or high school, like, you know, you're going to be, not necessarily, you know, a golf instructor, but just, just a, t- a teacher. I would have said there's not a chance. I mean, I, I don't, that's not something in my life I really saw myself doing, you know, teaching and, and having to, you know, improve somebody intellectually or physically or what have you. But, um, you know, as I got into golf, that was, that was where I found my place. That was where I knew I could make people happy. I knew I could make myself happy. And I knew that, you know, it was something that interested me. It interested me for the fact that I could drastically improve somebody's, you know, just golf game, and that impacts other aspects of their life, you know, I mean, golf, and and this is getting a little deeper, but for a lot of people, people look at the game of golf as like a microcosm of life, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean, and and you learn a lot about yourself, you know, through your experiences, through your failures, through your successes, and and being a teacher is kind of being on the road through that, you know, and and, and I, I think that's so interesting and so cool. And that's, you know, kind of where I see myself. Kind of like you know, being me. a mentor, being that yeah. person where other people look up to you and you improve their, their well-being. Yeah, because it's not just teaching mechanics, too. I mean, there's definitely a mental aspect that you can help somebody, you know. Obviously, you talk about it in the setting of, of the game of golf, but, you know, it helps people learn. Like, golf helps people learn and it prepares them for life in different aspects. So, I find that interesting and I... I really, really, really attached to that, you know, that kind of thinking as to why I want to be a teacher. That is really cool. Yeah, you you know where you want to be, and you're on the road to get there. How did you start? So let's go. How like let, let's yeah. let's talk about like how you started the game of golf, mm-hmm. and like in, into the game, and then through your journey, through your journey, <laughs> the different places you've worked at. Yeah. And like let's just circle back uh-huh. to now. Yeah, for sure. So you know I, I'm a golf nut. <laughs> you know. Um, you know, kind of how I got into the game was when I was younger, I, you know, my dad used to watch sports and stuff. And obviously, like, on Sundays, you know, there's a golf tournament going on, he's throwing it on. Now, he wasn't a big golfer or anything, but when I watched it, it was something that, for some reason, I got attached to. And as soon as I started walking, one of the things that my parents always loved talking about was, you know, I would always crinkle up, you know, paper balls and hit them with, like, coat hangers or hit them with a shovel in, like, a golf swinging motion and kind of just imitate what was going on in TV, which is, which is pretty cool, but 
you know, as I got older, you know, my parents put, you know, plastic golf clubs in my hand and the game of golf started taking shape in my life a little bit. Um, so plastic clubs, then the metal clubs, then the, you know, playing tournaments and, and you know, getting swing lessons and stuff like that. And it was, uh, it was, you know, golf's been a huge part of my life. And, and whether it was just meant to be or whether it was something I put in there, um, it's something I, I couldn't be happier. That, that is the focal point of my life, for sure. So when you were, like, playing golf when you were in elementary school, mm -hmm. maybe a little bit younger, did you kind of see yourself, like, thinking, this is kind of what I want to do? Or, like, did you see yourself really going after it? Yeah. It was interesting. Um, I actually didn't see myself in the golf industry. I saw myself, you know, doing something on the side. But I knew, like, you know, if I, you know, for example... You know, became some sort of businessman, worked a nine to five. I knew, you know, my days off, I'd, I'd be grinding at the golf course, being a range rat and, and playing golf as much as possible. I didn't know that I'd actually, you know, be working in golf at the same time. Um, so that was definitely not something I envisioned, but it's, I love the game so much. I can't, it's tough, <laughs> as, as crazy as it sounds, it's tough for me to, to get away from it. I don't really want to. And, you, and you're always grinding. Like you were, I mean, nine a or seven a.m. every morning. You're at the, the putting green. I mean, you're at late night putting green at two a.m. Just yeah, practicing. No, I, I love it, man. I mean, you could just people. You know, the, the common description for me is definitely a range rat, man. Oh, for I, sure. I, I yeah, love it. I love it. But that's a good thing. You're committed and you're devoted to improving yourself. Well, thank you. And I that's, appreciate that. That's very admirable. But, definitely different people who else who are else in the industry who look for people like that as well Thank you. so like when did you start like when you were what now you started at uh seven oaks right mm -hmm. Correct. so when when did you start like wanting a job and saying like hey let's go to a golf course yeah so <laughs> you know as it kind of started you know i was 16 needed a job <laughs> did your parents kind of like say you need a job oh yeah we're not gonna give you any more money oh, oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> it definitely definitely came to a point where my, my parents said all right it's time for you to start learning learn the real world but um yeah no i i wanted the opportunity to have a golf course i could play at and i knew if i worked at you know seven Oaks country club specifically that i would have you know playing privileges so that was the biggest thing for me so i knew i wanted to work there um, so that's kind of how I got into just working in, in the golf industry. Um, but there's a whole other side to the golf industry that, you know, isn't just the game of golf. It's just kind of the, the people and the camaraderie between, you know, workers, members, whatever. Mm -hmm. And that part of it I definitely fell in love with on the side as well. Oh, for sure. And that yeah. that's, was one of the beginning factors of the, you know, why I ended up going to a PGM program. Sure. You know, I, I yeah. think personally for me, like I see the golf industry as three different sections. There's the business side, there's the playing side, but then there's also the customer service side, which is all of that kind of combined. You're yeah, dealing sure. with customer service on a daily basis, and I think you also fell in love with that as well with the teaching side. Oh my God, yeah. I mean, it's it's so cool. I mean, and, and the thing specifically about teaching that, like I noticed. They, it is so one-on-one. -on -one. You learn so much about each other and, and through kind of trying to figure out the game of golf together that it's it, it's a unique experience for sure. Absolutely. And, and so, like, what duties were you at at Seven Oaks? Yeah. So, Seven Oaks, I actually started out... Seven Oaks 
to give it a little background, it's a little bit of kind of a lower end country club. Um, you could probably be a member there for about a hundred bucks a month, and and <laughs> as long as you paid your food minimum, I mean you're <laughs> you're living the dream playing golf for a, at a pretty low rate at a, at a pretty decent course for sure. Um, but yeah, so I started out just being kind of an outside ops guy, you know, clean carts, you know, clean people's bags, you know, close up at the end of the night. But the thing about Seven Oaks was they only had a PGA professional, you know, one PGA professional. There was no assistant, no help. So, you know, once the PGA professional left for the day at five o'clock, you know, six o'clock, you know, we had to close up. So I, early on, I got to learn, you know, how to run the shop, how to, you know, reconcile the end of the day and, and kind of get all the money taken care of and stuff like that the business aspect of, of running a golf shop so you know I was introduced to that pretty early on as well um, but yeah I mean outside outside of the typical outside ops and range management and whatever whatever else have you um, that was kind of kind of how I started in the industry for sure so what so you worked at Seven Oaks from 16 to, to what age um so I worked from 16 to 18 18 for about a year and a half two years Okay, and then you moved, you went to Cal. You graduated high school and moved to Cal? Mm -hmm. Correct, yeah. So I, I got out of high school and then, uh, you know, saw myself doing nothing else but golf. So, you know, Cal was the only uh, the only place that I could, you know, play on a golf team and be in a PGM program at the same time, you know, double, double the golf. Um, but, yeah, so that was the only place I had. I was able to do that, so I knew I was going to go there. Now, what, what high school did you go to? Like, yeah, I went to Beaver area. Did you? So you played on the golf team? Yeah, and played on the I golf team there four years. Four years. Did you, like, go to states? Yeah. So um, I went to... <clears throat> I was a four-year letter winner, and um, I went to the people's all four years. I don't think I ever made it to states. Uh, okay. But, yeah, well, I, I, I definitely got my, my playing opportunities in high school. Okay, so just keep driving and like just keep keep going. Just, I know you like to drive. Yeah, you know me. Yeah, okay. just keep driving. I don't care. We'll just finish okay. the podcast. We'll find somewhere. Well, yeah. I have to get gas. Okay, we'll pause it. We'll pause okay. it. So you're on the golf team. You're working now. Were you you were working at Seven Oaks while you yeah, were at the same in high time. school? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And so then you're now. So you're at Cal. It's your first semester. What were you, were you thinking about internship your first semester? Were, were you thinking about where to go? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's actually a really interesting part about it. Um, actually, where, I, where I'm at now was where I wanted to be freshman year for sure. Um, I was eyeing up Nemecolon for, for the reasons I talked about, you know, being around a high-level instructor. So that was kind of my initial, initial, you know, go for. But the problem was, was... Cal U kind of didn't really have any good connections and uh, to Nemecolon Woodlands, and they had just recently hired our my current boss Justin Collins, so it kind of was tough to, to get it in there my freshman year. So I knew I kind of wanted to find a place where, at the very least, was a very nice golf course and was a place that I could practice all the time. And um, so I knew from my high school playing days, you know, one of the teams we used to play against Quaker Valley played at Swickley Heights Country Club or Golf Club. And um, it was a course that I really loved. I always played well there, so <laughs> made it a little easier to want to go there. So that's kind of kind of the only reasons why why Swickley Heights stood out in my mind and why I ended up there. So you could practice you, anytime you wanted. Yeah. Now at Swickley, where did they put you? Were you outside ops or were you yeah. in, the, in the shop a lot? So Swickley was um, it kind of was like a hybrid. I was you know 
partly like an outside manager um, because they didn't have a huge staff. I mean, they had two, a head pro, basically a director of golf and an assistant pro, and then me, the intern. <laughs> so I mean, it wasn't a huge staff. So I, um, we also had an op outside operations manager. So I was half a, uh, you know, a golf shop attendant, half a, you know, outside ops manager. So I, I got to see the whole kind of, you know, golf operation, which was so cool. Um, but at the same time, it was a lot of responsibility thrown on me for, for only being in the golf industry, I guess, for a year and a half. But well, I definitely was kind of thrown to the fire and learned a lot. I want to go back to the, right before Swigley, uh, you went to the PGA March Night Show. Was this your first year? And this was, yeah, it, it, was, that, it, was, your first, it was your first time there, but were you wanting to go to that for a long time before you had the opportunity to? Um, I mean, I had seen it a lot on the golf channel, you know, <laughs> where you see all these cool new golf products, and I'm like, oh my god, that's so cool, I want to see it. Um, but the show itself, like, I didn't know much about it, to be honest, I didn't really know what it, what it was. And so, um, going into that my first time, I, I didn't know what to expect in the least. Um, it's actually funny, the first literally like three or four uh, no I wouldn't say let me say 30 to 40 steps I took inside the the convention center we see Matt Kuchar just walk right in front of us I say hey Mr. Kuchar and, and he waves and continues walking by it was like whoa <laughs> whoa golf's right in front of my all of golf is collected right in front of my face which is what it ended up I ended up learning that it is <laughs> that is so cool like so it was your first PGA show Did you had to meet some people down there make a lot of connections what was that kind of like yeah, so, I, you know, I, I definitely was still trying to feel out the place a little bit. I, I didn't understand, as I, as I do now, and most call professionals do, the PGA Merchandise Show. It's a good time, and it's a good time to, to connect with people and, and network and stuff like that. Um, and that I didn't get to do enough of just because my, my um, network in the golf industry was so small. Uh, you know, yeah. and kind of the way, you know... I approach meeting people. I, I'm extroverted, you know, when I talk to you, but you know, I'm not going to go out of my way to kind of to kind of throw myself in front of you. So you're at your so your second semester, back to the PGA show. Mm -hmm. Did you have a lot more connections going into the show? Um, what was your second show like compared to your first show? Um, you know, my second show specifically was a lot more focused on, you know, me kind of, you know, just relaxed, a lot more relaxed just because I knew what to expect. Um, I can't say my, my connections were that much more broad, but, um, no, I, at the same time, I kind of had, you know, the, to begin the interview process for Nemecole Woodlands at the same time too. So, you know, just, my goal was just to relax, enjoy being around my friends, Enjoy learning what I can from the show, and, and just you know enjoy the experience of my upcoming interview for for Nemecole Woodlands. Um, I didn't have any goals of people I wanted to meet or anything. You did? Because no, a lot of it was like I said, like I kind of let you know life play itself out in front of me a little bit mm -hmm. to, to an extent. So I, it wasn't anybody I was going to jump out in front of, but. I was I was excited to see what experiences I would run into. So when it comes to personal interactions, it's tough for me to just you know jump out in front of you and, and say you know 
Hi world, my name's Grant, you know. <laughs> um, I think that's where we, I don't want to say Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I'd say Because I'm definitely that sure. way a little bit. I'm a little yeah. bit drawn back. You but know. I think I, I'm more, I'm that bother. Yeah. And I hate being that guy. Mm. But at the same time, it's like, I love meeting new people. But yeah. I definitely bother people. And that's one thing that I feel bad about. Yeah, no, and that's something we've even talked about, too. Like, it's so good what you do for, like, business, though. Like, getting out there and just just putting yourself out in front of people so that at least they know your name or face you know what I mean I struggle with that but at the same time like you know I feel like my interactions like I can if I do get that opportunity of talking to that person I can make it happen long term whereas sometimes like when, when you're too much in front of somebody like they can get annoyed, kind of like you said. Absolutely. Depending, yeah. depending. It depends who they are there, or a how your interactions go. I feel like I'm definitely annoyed and bothered a lot. Oh, yeah. There's some great <laughs> people. And, 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 and people. even from my perspective, like, there's some great people that I just shied away from and didn't didn't go out to go meet, you know? So, I mean, there's definitely ups and downs to, you know, what different people do in business and what we do specifically. Um, but yeah, it's definitely, an inter- it's definitely interesting. It's, it's definitely interesting. You see it in different people, too. So that was episode six of the TM Golf Cast. So I'll see you guys next week for another great episode.